What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is November 26th. Episode 13, Thanksgiving-themed episode. Starting with our sports rundown, going into a special wing review. It's actually going to be a live wing review this week. Debating go to the week, finishing off with questions from the fans as per usual. We're going to dive right into that sports recap. Men's basketball with the win over College of St. Scholastica, 88-67 this weekend. Our women's basketball team, who is now ranked 22nd in the country, won 79-76 over University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. They had a thrilling, some late clutch free throws for that women's basketball team. Number two in the country, Loris men's wrestling team, totaled four champions at the CWU College Invite. Clint LeBeck at 141, Brandon Murray at 157, Shane Legal at 184, and Guy Patron Jr. at 197. Our women's basket or our women's cross country team had two All-Americans, Cassie Rosenbaum and Audrey Miller. Bob Schultz was quoted, quoted saying, I am so proud of these women. Uh, they showed out having two All-Americans on the women's cross country team is a huge success. Bob Schultz is quoted saying for that men's cross-country side that Luke ran well and handed the conditions better than he expected. He is a very talented sophomore, and I'm glad that he was able to get to the national stage. It was a very senior-heavy field, so he's awesome and ready to watch him out in years to come. That's our sports rundown. Again, look at those schedules for that Thanksgiving break and that following week on DoHawks.com. All right, that brings us to our wing review for this week. Like I said before, it is a live wing review. So our clutch producer, Trent, went and picked up wings from Hands, and we've got two different flavors here. We are opening the box as we speak. And what, what, what are the flavors we got here, Trent? We have a buffalo and a Thai chili. Not going to lie, I was a little worried about this one. I, so I called and ordered about a half hour before we recorded right now. And I didn't mention if it like bone in or boneless, and I was basically freaking out the entire car ride there. And I was like, I, <laughs> if it's boneless, what am I going to do? And I really had no idea. Yeah, well, it's good. They turned out. <laughs> it turned out to they be bone, bone in, in, so fits it. And looking at it here, size wise, they're relatively small. The looks like the sauce is absolutely caked on. So this looks like it could taste really good from the looks of it, and could be a very rich taste. And Trent just took a bite. looked like the meat fell off the bone there. I'll have to wait and see. Uh, All right, so you guys are are down on the first wing. Go ahead and talk about it. I'm going to grab one. I mean, so what was this? Mild? They just had buffalo. It's it's an interesting buffalo because it's kind of like a a buffalo barbecue. You have to give it a shot. It's not like – there's, like, not much heat at all. To be quite honest, uh, very tender meat. It tasted, I mean, honestly, it was a really good taste. Now, I think if they were kind of like fresh, fresh, like we had just got them, it might have been a, maybe a little bit better. So I'm going to kind of factor that in. I'm um, giving it a couple more like points kind of to start. But, man, I mean, that first wing was good. Now I'm going to try the, what was the other flavor? Thai, thai chili. I'm going to try that flavor now. Buffalo was good. It wasn't, I mean, it's not as hot as I would prefer. 
like spicy wise, but the meat was very good. Um, again, I think if they were a little more fresher, like we were there, it'd probably be a little more like crispier. Um, so far, pretty good. All right. I think uh, <clears throat> I just tried the buffalo. I think it's really, really good. Uh, two things that could be better. It could be a larger wing, mm-hmm. and it could, like Trent said, have a little bit more like spice to it, a little bit hotter, uh, but really good wing. And again, I am hungry, so that does factor into it. I could keep eating these definitely. I will. I will hold off till I try the other flavor before I get my uh, my score. What's the other other flavor called again? Thai chili. Thai chili. All right. This one looks really good. We got some uh, some herbs on it sprinkled in there. Um, like some sesame seeds. Some sesame seeds. Yes, it's a very unique look to it. So right, let me let me dive in. I mean, I can't even give you. A, I mean, like these are so good that like you're not like. It's hard to give you a score, talk about it, because I just want to keep eating them. Mm. Not really a fan of this one. Oh, like I, the wing quality is good, but the it's taste. The flavor for I you? don't personally like the taste. It's a little weird. Um, I'm sure that. Yeah, me chewing into the mic. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you guys really enjoyed listening to that. Um, I'm sure that the flavor is good for those that like this taste and this flavor, but not up my alley. What do you think, Trent, of that one? <laughs> the taste of this wing might be my favorite wing we've had so mm. far. Just a taste. I'm a big. It's a. It's a like Dude. sweet chili style. It's very different. I don't think I've ever had a wing like this before. The sweet chili at Seven Hills flavor was better than this good. flavor. You think? Yeah. This one's a little. Seven more like, Hills was really. It good. It almost has like too much of a soy taste. It is. For me. It's very. It's soy. All right. Yeah. Yep. I take that back. Not my favorite. But it it is a little bit of a soy like a soy sauce taste. But it's just so... I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's so different. I like it. <laughs> I'm definitely torn between this and Seven Hills. Like, I, I, w- I wish I had the two that I could eat back to back. I agree. I agree. Uh, so the thing with, the the thing with me is it depends on how you want... It is. I think it's right... It's right about... See, to me, it's going to be just under Seven Hills because the buffalo didn't have as much heat, kind of. And... It had that soy that wasn't as good as that sweet chili. I honestly think virtually that they're the same wing. The flavoring is just different. Yeah, I think I think Seven Hills had a little bit better of uh, like the fried aspect, but again, uh, we don't know 100 percent because these are like carry out. But yeah, it I think seems Seven Hills had a little more better fried. But it, it seems like Seven Hills was prepared a little bit better, but. The the sauce is more. There's like more sauce and more flavor. I think to to these. Like they're really ingrained in in the sauce. Man, it's tough. And I think with Seven Hills, is that we since we had to kind of put the sauce on ourselves. I think that if we would got the one flavor, it I did get the one flavor though. Oh, and it yeah. was that way. It's yeah. It still wasn't quite as like impactful as this sauce is. That's why it's a really tough choice because there's pluses and minuses to both. Um, from what I recall, I think Seven Hills wings were a little bit larger. It's weird. This buffalo sauce is like a it, it comes off to me as like a barbecue sauce. It, it tastes a little bit more barbecuey than buffaloey, but there's no heat whatsoever. I do really like. So it, I mean, if you like a buffalo like taste and you don't like heat, these are definitely the wings for you. Yeah, I definitely I definitely would order these. I would order these and I would eat them. As a meal. So for me, I think that automatically puts it in the sevens. 
That's true. true. I've only raided one wing in the eighth so far, and I'm pretty sure that was Seven Hill. I'd have to look. Give me a second. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I didn't get to eat. Uh, yeah. What was it? What's our highest? Hilltop. Hilltop, hilltop was the right? Highest, yeah. But you actually did not. I didn't get hilltop. to. Yeah, because I didn't get to eat Hilltop. For so. you, Seven Hills was an eight one. Eight one. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Uh, what was my man? Seven Hills. Seven Hills was seven eight for Cole. You know what? I'm gonna say that the the pluses and minuses equal out to Seven Hills for this. I'm gonna give it this an eight one also. Equal okay. it. Okay. Yep. I don't think that I can necessarily. I think that I might have lowballed Seven Hills just a hair. I think it might have touched an eight because I think this is. I'm gonna have to say it. It's. I'm gonna go with like as much as I hate following Nick. It's probably almost identical to Seven Hills. I would have given Seven Hills probably if I were to like eat this and Seven Hills. I'd probably give Seven Hills that eight flat if I were to re-judge it and give this a seven eight. So I'm gonna give it a seven eight. Okay, that's fair. And uh, because it's not better than Seven Hills, <clears throat> but it is better. It's not like below a seven eight, so I have to give it a seven eight. That's true. That's true. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm going seven six. That I rated Seven Hills a seven nine. So I mean, it's pretty close. I think the sauces at Seven Hills were a little better. Um, size is a little bit better at Seven Hills. The size was a little better, and the fried was a little better, but very comparable. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I really like. I agree. You mentioned the soy. I, it does get to me, but it's a very different. I've never had a wing that tastes like this before. It was yeah, good. very unique flavor. Yeah. All right. So what is our? I oh, guess man, so it's I'm just us three. It's only so us three. I'm gonna let me. This is probably the smallest math. group that we've had to do that the wing review true. with. Usually true. there's about five or six of us. Well, so. we made up for that a little bit <laughs> this weekend. Um, oh yeah. Trent's mom is an avid listener to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. So we actually did a wing review. We had the whole family there that gave a nice. Who was your two sisters? It's my two sisters, my two nieces, and my mom and dad. And your brother-in-law. Yeah, and my brother, my and Tom, your sister's boyfriend. Tom. Yep. So shout out you guys. And you guys had a whole. Oh yeah, it was we a had whole, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we just went for lunch, and it was literally like. And it was my whole family. We were getting, we were getting pizza, That's and your great. mom's like, "We need to do a live wing review." So <laughs> we did a live awesome. wing review. Uh, and it was great. So that was uh, Randall Roadhouse. It's, uh, I think it's technically Carpentersville. Um, it's on Randall Road, as you could probably tell. Um, and both Cole and I gave it a 6.8. So, I mean, it, okay. it was good. It was yeah. a little small. Uh, but the barbecue sauce was really good. The barbecue like, the sauce barbecue was really sauce good. Was 10 times better than the buffalo sauce. So compare it like a little bit better than Buffalo Wild Wings. According to oh, the yeah. rating, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, and it was better than it was jumpers better, and it was better than jumpers and um, shock tower, shock tower. Hmm. So okay, so not was, quite was, with the, like these wings, but I mean, it was still like yeah. it was above the middle of the pack. Yeah, and then yeah. later that day, <laughs> we went to oh, yeah. uh, John O'Brien's house and we got the tavern. It's uh, <laughs> in Evergreen Park, and we got wings there too. And these um, were kind of weird wings because they were like the full like wing like yeah it had like the whole like triple bone thing oh yeah like which uh, i've actually have never had that style of wing before. I, i've seen it i've had it before but usually it's like the, it's like breading with no sauce from picture that uh, I, i've had that where it's like no no, no i mean, I mean there was sauce it yeah. was just like this and there wasn't that much bread it was like this like breading yeah um but it was like the, the 
the Z. Yeah, yeah. I would. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't I like it, and that's why yeah. we rated it not low. But you had to like pull it apart. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. So there, we Cole gave it a seven point two. They were very mm, good. Okay. They were like they was good quality. It was just really like besides the. Yeah. style of wing that's what we didn't like and to be honest go ahead give your re- i had a 7.1 and then we had two special guests <laughs> john's friends actually jaquette who gave it a 7.9 so shout out jaquette if okay. you're listening and then also uh joe gave it a 7.0 rookie score but <laughs> shout out joe as well all right and honestly maybe one of the best boneless wings that i've had in a while i mean they we oh had, they were boneless oh no no, 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 no we no, got we, boneless too we, <laughs> oh my god we had a lot of wings <laughs> yeah but the boneless were very good. Very okay. good wings. Better okay. than Buffalo Wild Wings, for sure. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So. Well, t- if you're ever in Carpentersville and want to try Randall Roadhouse, or if you're ever in Evergreen Park or the Chicagoland area and try the Tavern. Um, 10 out of 10 we, recommend. We, well, not 10 out of 10. But, we recommend <laughs> but I would recommend. We would recommend them. So. All right. So our average, to wheel things back into uh, the live wing review. 7.83. 7.83. Where's that rank on our oh, list? Man, I gotta look. Um, well, it's definitely not number it's one It's not or higher two. than Seven Hills. Seven Hills was an 8.2. Oh, wow. The pub is an 8.0, which <laughs> absolutely... Great. I mean, that's right close. there. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's, so right, that's about right. No, not true. First in Maine was an 8.1. Okay. But see... First in Maine, sneakily the really buff- good. I would have taken... I would take the pub's buffalo over those. Hmm. I mean, I just don't I wouldn't. like the pub wings. But I don't think I would. I wouldn't either. But so it's like fourth or fifth. It's right okay. behind the pub. Okay. Which and I, we're at we're at thirteen places I mean, now. Yeah, this is this is number thirteen, not including our colonized special ones. But yeah, right. we're at thirteen. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, we gotta we again. Uh, we should go back to. We for sure need to go back to Hilltop. Yeah. I think we need to go back to Hilltop, or we just at this point. Maybe get them all together, this 13. I maybe, think maybe around Christmas. That'll be our Christmas yeah. special. We'll do... Uh, <laughs> a, it might be number that 20. That would be almost. great. No. Just shy of 20. No, it'll be If like we 16. keep it going, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like 16. <laughs> it's already almost <laughs> December. Yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? All right, so that moves <laughs> us on to our next section, which is Go to the Week. So we've got our classic Go to the Week drawn from the hat this week, but then we're going to do a special Thanksgiving version afterwards. So let's see what we got. Mm, we got kind of a weird one like we had last week. This time, it's best value of a pick in any sports draft. Okay. You, I mean, you kind of get yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, biggest diamond in the rough, someone yep. that was drafted low that ended up being really good. Who wants you to start got, off? You yep. I can go. Go for it. Mine is Bart Starr. I have no idea who that Bart is. Bart Simpson? <laughs> no, Bart Starr. <laughs> He was drafted number. He's a Hall of Fame football player. From what year? Nineteen. You think I know every Hall of Fame football player? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was pretty good. He kind of laid the. He's a Green Bay Packer, which kind of hurts me to say. Oh. It hurts to say. Oof. I know. He was drafted number two hundred overall. He was a five-time NFL champion. So okay. this is kind of date him a little bit because he was also a two-time Super Bowl champion. So he before it was actually called the Super Bowl. Uh. He had won five times and then won a Super Bowl twice. Uh, he is on the 1960 All-Decade team. He won MVP in 1966, and he was a five-time passer rating leader when he was in the NFL, and he was drafted in the 17th round. Okay, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. And obviously it's crazy this- because they had 17 rounds back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, whole, uh, this whole thing is excluding Tom Brady. 
some of you are probably yelling at the mic, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. But uh, we decided to not include him because that's just an obvious uh, pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Pavel Datsuk, uh, a.k.a. the Magic Man. He went. He was. He played for Russia. He went undrafted in 1996, undrafted in 1997, finally drafted in 1998, 171st overall. He then had a 15-year career with the Red Wings, winning two Stanley Cups. Uh, he won the Selkie Award for the top defensive forward in 2008, 2009, 2010. Won four consecutive Lady Bing trophies, and in 2017, he was named one of the 100 greatest NHL players in history by the NHL itself. Uh, so somebody that was clearly slept on and just was absolute dangler and a weapon for the Red Wings for a lot of years. I mean, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Those it, are both good. It definitely is. It, nobody realizes how low he was picked. That's the thing. He was yeah. he was a great player for a long time, and I was sad to what see him year? leave. Uh, he played from nine or played from oh one to twenty eighteen, something like that. Hmm. You said um, Datsuk, right? Yeah, Datsuk. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was good. He As was, a Hawks fan, like he, yeah, he was good. Yeah, you got you got to play <laughs> I mean, against we, yeah. him all the time. Yeah. yeah, he was unreal. Like if you ever search his highlights, search uh, Pavel Datsuk um, shootout goals. Some of the most ridiculous deeks you'll ever see. Uh, the man was just fun to watch and just such a such a good player to have on your team. Uh, and the, he just got old. I mean, he played for a long time and then got old and then and went back to Russia. And I, he might still be playing for Russia, but he's like in his forties now, probably. Um, Trent, who do you got? I, I don't really I, – I thought of two, and they're honestly not as good as your guys' so I'm not even really going to argue. But I thought of Joe Montana. He was drafted like 82nd or so, 80th or mm. something overall. Um, and then my other one was, you know, I got to hang with the offensive lineman, Mike Webster. Um, he was drafted fifth round, 125th overall. Um, but, I mean, he was basically the staple of the Steelers at – like during like the steel curtain era so okay i mean okay where, I, what do you, where did he play it, you guys might not know who mike webster is but like no mike where did Web he play in college oh i don't know that well that would have been in the 60s maybe uh he, he was drafted in, in 1974 oh okay let me look so that 70. up for you <laughs> okay um you know who's kind of another one even though like i sit here and like it's manu ginobili oh yeah he yeah, was drafted that's a good one 56th, I think, overall, which is, like, bottom of the barrel. Like, mm -hmm. especially in, like, the NBA, that's, like, almost comparable to, like, a 6th round or 5th, 6th, or 7th round in the NFL. Uh, and, I mean, he is going to be a Hall of Famer in the NBA. He was a three-time champion. Um, he, was he was just like, a he grinder. Was, he was a grinder. He was yeah. a six. I mean, he was a couple times, a uh, sixth man of the year a couple times. Yep. Um, he was, like, he an, was an MVP uh, of an NBA, one of the championships. And actually, it was kind of funny. Um, I was watching Tim Duncan's um, retirement uh, game at uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. And one of the stories he actually told was he's standing there, and Pop gave him a call. And it was like, hey, I think we're going to go with this Manu Ginobili. And he's just like, what? I can't even pronounce this dude's name. And you, you want him to be like on our team. He's from Argentina. He doesn't know anything about American basketball. And, like, all this different stuff. So, like, Tim Duncan was like, man, I'm not really for it. And then he's like, man, you absolutely changed my mind. Man, he was one of my best friends. And just, like, it's crazy how, like, he was like, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. He was from Argentina, came out, and is going to be a Hall of Famer in the NBA. 
was a couple was like six man of the year a couple times was an NBA champ, finals MVP. So, yeah, that's I mean, the crazy part. Is he was a finals MVP. And the Pistons had to play against him a couple times in the finals. And that was that was brutal. He would just always seem to be everywhere on the court. Um, but see, but yeah. he's one of those guys that like and uh, Dwight Howard actually said, I know we're getting on a tangent here, on like why it why is it bad for people to play a role? Like why is it like anybody's like getting the stigma of, oh, they're a role player? And he's like, that's just one of the dumbest labels that you can kind of like give somebody because basically if you're a role player, you're doing what you have to do to help your team win. Right. And yep. that's what Manu did. He did what he had to do every time. He On the defensive side, he distributed the ball on the offensive side. And, I mean, he was one of the, probably the best role players in NBA history. Yeah, I agree. So we you- don't, I mean, we really don't have much of a – we're not really arguing that much. I mean, there's <laughs> – yeah. It's a hard to compare sport could, to sport. Yeah. That's the thing. And, I mean, at the end of the day, Tom Brady. Well, true. I guess we all and agree. And we took that out. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, honestly. We're almost like the second greatest of all time. Yeah, true. Right. And, I don't, I mean, yours is, your defender from Detroit is, I mean, that's a pretty hard stat line to beat, too. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he just he never great. kind of like, in defense is hard to win, like an MVP. Well, he was, a, he was a forward. But oh, was he, he was the best defensive forward. Okay. Uh, that was what he would win trophies for because he would just pickpocket people all the time. Um, but, yeah, I remember staying up late. Because whatever reason, the the Red Wings were in the West Division for the longest time. So they would play all their games over on the West Coast. And so especially in the playoffs when they'd go back and forth, those games wouldn't start until, like, 9 p.m. And when I'm a little kid, staying up to, like, 10 or 11 was a treat <laughs> so i'd stay up and watch the games it felt like i was like staying up to like 5 a.m but yeah watching them back then was awesome all right wait well i have a special edition thanksgiving oh, yeah. edition of the goat of the week which basically leads into questions but goat of thanksgiving dishes all right well i mean i'm just gonna go with the obvious one but go ahead i got a question first kind of before this Dark meat or light meat? Kind of just start. Ooh, with that's it. a really good question. I'm I dark meat. I'm a dark meat guy. Light. Oh, it depends if there's gravy because I'll probably put gravy on the light meat, but the dark meat is is more like juicy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, way more flavor, easier <laughs> to chew. White meat it just takes forever to chew. Am, am I wrong here? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, I'm honestly, I'm not a fan of turkey. I would prefer ham on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Every time. I'll, I I would probably go with like white meat, but I don't know. It's tough. All Good right. question. All right. But all right, go ahead. Go into your. I think probably like if I were to pick any of the dishes to have, if I had to eliminate all the other dishes and just leave one, it would be stuffing. And I think that's Ooh. a pretty obvious answer. Just because you don't even have it any other time of the year for the most part. <laughs> that is very true. It's the only time that you get like true. someone slaves over that for a while usually and will put together like their their best stuffing recipe and it's always really good. So, I and yeah, I'll always go with the stuffing. Uh, so I'm literally sitting here like closing my eyes and like looking at the Thanksgiving uh, <laughs> table. And it my situation is a little unique. Because, so my grandfather has 13 brothers and sisters, so we actually rent out a town hall, and we had, Oh, my. <laughs> so, like, last, like, couple of years, there's been over, like, throughout the entire day, over 100 people have, like, made their way through 
the town hall. So that is like, insane. there's plenty. Of, there's multiple different dishes. Like everybody's kind of like a potluck. So like, I'm just like trying to think of like all the different dishes I've had during Thanksgiving. Um, oh man, go ahead, Trent. You can go. I'm still thinking. I honestly don't. Can't include desserts. Oh, see, I was about okay, to go yeah, with I the agree. dessert. Yeah, no, don't, don't no. include desserts. Oh man, I, maybe cream corn. I'm a big cream corn fan. Mm. Okay. Um. But I might have to agree with you on the stuffing part. And yeah. what's really weird, when I was younger, I hated stuffing. I thought it was like the worst. It looks food. gross. It's yeah, it thought it was so bad. <laughs> but then like I don't know if like a flip like switched, a switch flipped in my mind, like at some point like in high school or college, I love stuffing now though. Interesting. Maybe you should try chocolate and see if you love it. <laughs> I have I a, don't know about that one. I have like a 1A and 1B. So 1A is uh, – stuffing is definitely like there. But my like very close like other one is a cheesy hash brown casserole. Ooh, so it's got call. like hash browns. It's got like the cheese. It's got like sour cream. And on the top, it's got cornflakes. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I'm with yep. you on that. That's yeah. good too. So – Shout out mom who makes that for Thanksgiving. I think that the toughest thing about this whole thing is like, I'm never grabbing only one thing up the Thanksgiving well, right. yeah. buffet, you know? Yeah. So that's what that's what's hard. Also, I've got a funny story to balance off of this a little bit now that I was thinking about my mom. My mom called me. Censor, if you got a kid that still believes in Santa Claus. <laughs> well, we already spoiled that last I year. know. So this stuff. is what's funny is my mom called me. She was listening to the podcast oh, no. with my two nephews in the car. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, she was just like, uh, a little heads up that you're about to ruin Christmas and Easter for younger <laughs> listeners would have been helpful. I was sitting yeah. in my car, and I was like, oh, little boy. He go, And she's like, thankfully, I got to the power button quick enough, and he wasn't paying any attention. Um, the other one's one, so he probably wouldn't have yeah. understood it. <laughs> um, but my four-year-old definitely, if he was paying attention, would have been like, "What?" On so, the yeah. bright side, though, on the bright side, when he's on a podcast, when he's our age, he could say that Santa Claus was ruined by our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Weird. But yeah. But that is yeah. I'm like sorry. my mom thought I wasn't paying attention, but I heard. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, I guess we'll just kind of continue with some uh, questions from the fans. Um, and actually, a lot of these are Thanksgiving related. So <laughs> this one makes me laugh. I don't know why. How long do you wait after finishing your first plate of food before you get a second plate of food? And so on, I guess, if you get more than two. Okay, you're talking to two former athletes here immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I mean, I can definitely do it now because I have to make up for lost time for the four years that I was wrestling. <laughs> so like, That is true. That yeah, is true. no. And we always wrestled the weekend of Thanksgiving. Ooh. So it was like one plate and then go for a jog. So I still have years <laughs> to make up for it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, nope. Uh, so you immediately? Yeah, of course. I well, I mean, as soon as everybody setting. gets one helping, then I don't, I'm don't. i going up for another. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, by the time I'm finished through. eating, usually yeah. everyone's through. I think, yeah. But sometimes, like, if you're at, like, someone, like a... A friend's house or something. It's okay, like you're true. Like cautious, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll definitely be more cautious. Do you wait until they say yeah. like, "Hey, you should get some seconds." Sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I'll, I'll play. It, I'll go fast. by feel based on the environment. But uh, if it's, for my own Thanksgiving, it's it's cutthroat. So we yeah. just will go back. If it's family for Thanksgiving, yeah, I'm diving yeah, I mean, in. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, next one. Well, Another. hey, I also want to preference. It was like, your family is not going to be short on food. <laughs> After I saw the grocery <laughs> list, you're not going to have to worry about getting first or seconds. I mean, you're going to have plenty of food for thirds <laughs> and like the next day. My mom, like when she knows I'm coming home for like the weekend or like the week, she yeah, they, like she goes shopping like strictly because I'm coming in. That's nice. <laughs> this will actually be the first Thanksgiving I've had with my f- entire family since 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. I, I didn't have I, Thanksgiving gone. last year because I was working. but I've done a, a lot time. of Friendsgivings yeah. since then, but I haven't yeah. been back. Now I'm going back. It's going to be good. All right. Another food Thanksgiving question. Are you guys okay with your food touching each other? Ooh. I am. I'm a big mix of like get multiple different flavors guy. So like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll test it to be like, hey, maybe these two what? will taste good together. And then like, if it does taste good, I'll just keep eating it like that. And if it's not, then I'll just be like, oh, nobody saw me do that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. For the most part, it depends. Mostly don't touch. I would say most of the time, I'm trying to separate it. But if some things are fine to touch, but yeah. like especially two mashed things, absolutely not. You cannot mix them. <laughs> Because then it, they mash, they mix into one big mash of a thing that's just gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not but I'll take like together. my turkey with the stuffing with gravy on top. I don't like gravy or like mashed. Well, and gravy, that's a fine like that. mix, I guess. That's fine. There's certain things like that's a solid. That's combo. a solid that's in a like mash. That's like a combo. Thing. You yeah. could get like that as a combo. Right. So, but like I will go out of my way to make some different combinations like, like that. Do you mi- so you mix like your corn and mashed potatoes. No. The one thing I don't like. <laughs> uh, sometimes. But one thing that I don't like touching is, like, my dessert and my regular foods. So, like, <laughs> I get a different plate. I but, mean, like, yeah, my regular foods true. can touch. That's true. And, but, like, my regular food can't touch my dessert. Like, uh, like, if you had mac and cheese and mashed potatoes, definitely trying to keep those separate. Yeah, but it's not the end of the world for me if they touch. I would say mac and cheese and mashed potatoes <laughs> is one that I would try and stay apart. <laughs> but normally I, would, I wouldn't mind that much. All right. Fair enough. All right, this one actually might get a little deep. What are you most thankful for? Oh, man. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for, but I'm most thankful for just the opportunity to explore everything in a new city, like a new job, new people, new house, new dog Uh, yeah so just like everything that's new this year i'm just uh i'm happy to be able to explore that and have the opportunity to grow on that i mean i know i dropped a heavy hitter yeah i really switched gears i'm sorry yeah i mean clearly um i'm very thankful for my family and kind of how understanding um they've always been throughout all like going to different college going uh and exploring different job opportunities always backing the decisions that i made um, when I was originally thinking about going to Arizona, they were all for it. Um, they've been behind my back, whatever I wanted to do, uh, 100%. Um, so them just being there uh, for me the entire time, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the f- new friends um, and different opportunities I've had here at Loris. Uh, I mean, thankful for my dog, who is, I mean, <laughs> if you ever need an energy boost, oh you want to hang out with her. Um, Absolutely, anytime. Come if over. you enjoy playing fetch <laughs> or tug of war, then you have someone that you can play with who will do it nonstop. I will tell you what, though, she is. I am thankful for like the routine that she's gotten me up in the morning. Um, so like, <laughs> I'm definitely up. So six forty-five every morning, play about an hour of fetch, and then I put her in her crate and I go on to work. But no, um, 
honestly, uh, family. Um, also, shout out to U.S. military that allows us to do the things that we do um, day in and day out. Um, big military guy, so thanks for all those that are overseas taking care of us. I mean, I would, yeah, I mean, there's an endless list, really, of, of what I'm thankful for. So, um, but most, I, mean, I would say most importantly, my family and us having the opportunity to be together on special holidays and stuff. Um, <clears throat> like my brother lives uh, in Kentucky, so he's like six or seven hours away. Um, and it's always it's always nice to see him and when he's able to come up and see us. Um, but yeah, having having the opportunity to spend time with family and friends um, and having the opportunity to eat a eat a great meal and some people don't have that opportunity. So very thankful for that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the uh, all the questions that we had. If you want to shoot us a DM, uh, actually, so this is, I actually switched it up on us, guys. Sorry. We lost, kind of lost, our Tuesday's WNC on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> this is a PSA. Um, Dolores Marketing Team, uh, we're doing a, a bunch of different podcasts. We have one with the uh, LWLA, the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance. We have uh, the Brent and Andy experience. Um, if you haven't heard that, I'll definitely... Uh, want to you you might want to give that a listen it's a pretty pretty fun one um so we created a or we switched the twitter to at loris podcast so if you were following the twitter account you should be good you're you'll still be following it um but if you're not we definitely want to recommend and follow the uh, at loris podcast account so you'll uh, get updates for our podcast tuesdays with nick and cole as well as the other ones that will be coming out for uh, loris college um and then also yeah that's awesome. Uh, contact us. Give us some different questions. Uh, one segment that we kind of wanted to uh, add to this um, is New one. is that, that that drill of the week. Um, so for me, uh, short game is kind of so important to the game of golf. Uh, the drill that I'm going to give today, you can do it at your house. Um, find carpet that kind of rolls a golf ball. Find your putter. Um, we're going to dial in with that putter. So honestly, it's called the three foot drill. So you'll start at three feet. You'll have to have you have to make three of three putts from three feet before you can move back to the six footer. Once you make three of three from six feet, you can move back to nine feet. Once you make two out of the three putts from nine feet, you can move back to the twelve footer. And then once you make two out of three, you've completed the drill. So like if I miss two in a row, then you gotta you can't you like move. start over. No, so do you, you go just set to three or what? You, so I mean as long as you make three out of three for the three footers. Then you've completed the three footers and you just move on to the six feet until you make three out of three at the six foot. And then you'll just stay at that at that like length until you move on. So you won't never go backwards. Um, it's yeah. until you complete like yeah, the three yeah. out of three, three out of three, two out of three from nine feet, and then two out of three from 12 feet. So I have a hot take on drills in general. So I don't necessarily believe in drills. Um, <clears throat> You're a coach that you don't believe in drills. Well, because here's the thing. is like there's the only reason I say that. I do and I don't. I don't believe in drills because there's a lot of drills out there that are just garbage in swimming specifically. It's very old school stuff that will teach you actually wrong biomechanics and don't translate into the actual stroke. But what I do believe in is kind of breaking down the stroke and working at it pieces at a time, which could be called drills. Um, so one, one thing that I would recommend, because most people's body position is their problem. So if you were to get in the water and swim, let's say Trent, if you were to get in and swim, mo- I could say without even watching you swim, 90% chance <clears throat> your body line is just all out of whack and your head's probably too high. So in order to fix that, 
what I want you to do is basically grab a kickboard or something that you can hold on to, maybe even a noodle, that's fine. Hold it out front and basically just work on one stroke at a time and focusing on staying nice and flat, having your butt on the surface of the water and your head in a neutral position so that you're looking at the bottom of the pool. Most of the time, what you'll see is head is up and then back is arched and your butt's too low and your kick is probably all over the place too, but that's something that we'll address at something else. <laughs> but focusing one arm at a time, trying to get a good body position. Uh, again, that's not like a traditional drill, but that's a, a way that you could improve your stroke uh, just from the very start, uh, from if you're just a novice swimmer. Basically, like where I get my drills from is, like I said, I just break down the strokes. But science will tell you that the best way to learn new things, the best way to have motor learn would be to do whole part whole. So you work on the whole stroke and you say, okay, here are the problems with the whole stroke. And then you break it down into parts and you try to put it back together again. Uh, science will say that's the best way to do it. So that's the way that I try to do it anyway. I'm over, here, I'm over here laughing because I definitely know I'm the exact opposite of what you said to do with the – my head is definitely arched. My head, oh, yeah. head is definitely up. My back is arched and my butt is not above the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's – I mean that's most novice swimmers. They don't – their whole structure is just off, which then – and this is funny because like when someone will say, hey, I'm just trying to swim for fitness. Like how should I improve my stroke? I'm like, well, if you improve your stroke, you're going to be more efficient, which means you're going to burn less calories. <laughs> so if you're doing it for fitness, just be all over the place. <laughs> You'll burn more calories that way. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. I also, the reason probably why is because most of the time when I swam during like wrestling season, I didn't have, I always showed up without goggles. So I always wanted to keep my head above the water <laughs> so I could see where I was going. I can always tell when someone comes to my swim team that has only played water polo in the past. Because in water polo, you swim with your head out of the water. And they come in, and they're short. Their their stroke is really short. Their head's really high. I'm like, did you play water polo? They're like, yeah. Like, okay, we need to relearn everything. <laughs> but yeah, I like that segment. That's new. I like that. Yeah, one. yeah. Definitely right. keep doing that. Yeah. And now we're gonna go into the quote of the week. You can't have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. All right. Thanks for listening to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. Catch you next week.